Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown, and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well, unless I have a sudden change of heart, this will be the last podcast episode of the year, in fact. I'm planning to take a bit of a break. Um, I do have one more podcast episode in mind, but it relies on a a second person joining me. So we'll just have to wait and see if that happens. I'm going to say it won't, and that would be something we plan in for the new year. So I'm going to take a few weeks off. Um, I'll be back, uh, I'll take four weeks out um, over the Christmas and New Year period, uh, just sort of recharge and uh, relax a little bit into other things. And so, yeah, you can join me back. I forgot to check the date that would be, but I'll post it up in the uh, in the show notes. But basically, I'll be taking four week, a four-week break. Um, so before I do that, I thought it'd be a good idea just to share a little bit of, um, you know, just a few people's journey over, over a fairly short period of time. You probably know I've got this program. It's called an apprentice program. It runs over 100 days. And um, I do it a couple of times a year with four or five people. And we've just finished the the latest iteration, which is uh, affectionately known as TPVA5. <laughs> it's the first, fifth time we've run it. Um, we also did one with some young apprentices recently, you might remember, if you've been listening to, to this podcast. Um, so there's been six in total. So we've just come off the last one. And I thought, um, in their own words, I just asked um, a few of them uh, if they would just share, if you like, their uh, reflections from the program. So I'm going to queue that up. Um, we're going to hear from uh, James, Dave, and indeed um, Darren. Oh, I nearly forgot then who else we got. Um, that's three of the five. Uh, one was quite a mic shy, let's just say that. And the other one had a bit of a family um, issue that they needed to turn their attentions to so they weren't actually available to share. So I'm just going to queue that up. And um, you, I've titled the episode Trust the Process. And just look out for phrases to that effect and some other key ones, and I'll come back and just summarise in a few seconds. So uh, we've come to the end of the 100-day apprentice programme, the fifth iteration of what we've done. Um, And we've had a very long series of sessions in our group workshop. Um, It's been very entertaining to hear the feedback, uh, very rewarding, actually, to work with all of you. But um, we're just going to get a few uh, snippets, if you like, of information. And we're going to start off with James. So if you'd just like to talk us through what what you've been through for the program, what your reflections are, please. Sure. So, yes, uh, um, James um, from London. Uh, my goals are very similar to what they were when I started, which is um, to replace my income uh, so that I can quit the job um, and leave a career that I don't enjoy and don't find fulfilling. Um, so that... Uh, the strategy has changed slightly since um, I started the program, and I'm now looking at more um, advanced projects, looking at commercial conversions, um, so that I can achieve a goal within a shorter time frame. Uh, so Richard's really helped me with that, uh, get that long-term goal from what I thought was probably going to be more like 10 years down to just a couple of years. Um, and I'll do that by buying one commercial property this year, 
before September, hopefully, um, finishing that up and then doing another one uh, the year after. Um, so my uh, biggest learning, um, I would say, first off is realizing how wrong I was when three or four years ago, I believed that you could do most of this on your own. Um, joining this group has really made me realize just how important it is to have a really good network around you uh, to give you confidence and inspire you to go on to those um, greater things and achieve those goals. Um, I've also learned how to assess deals. I mean, I, I thought I could assess a deal before, but um, the way we assess deals now is just you know, incredible, really. Um, the level of scrutiny uh, that we put a deal under now um, is just so much greater than it, it would have been before I started this program. Um, and also the fact that it's 99% data driven now. Uh, whereas before, I think I probably relied a little bit too much on just kind of talking to letting agents and getting their opinions. And um, yeah, so that, that's a massive one. Um, highlights. Uh, there's two really. Um, the first one is uh, thanks to Sue, um, doing that deep dive into strengths and values uh, that really helps give you or gave me that reassurance that my goals are right for me. Um, and I will find that happiness and fulfillment through those goals because I know that they meet with my values and I've now got that alignment, which has given me a lot of clarity, a lot of purpose. Um, the other highlight is seeing Richard on a spreadsheet and the things he can do. It's like magic just seeing these opportunities and um, all these different know, avenues and answers opening up before my eyes on a spreadsheet. And in that time, you took control of my laptop and um, started doing that was, yeah, something to behold, quite incredible, really inspiring. Um, in terms of uh, growth, um, I would say it's probably um, the way I make decisions around deals now and how it's very much data-driven, um, which really is a far more reliable uh, way of assessing a deal. Um, so that's that's great, and that's something I'll never go, never never change, and will continue to develop and learn from. Um, in terms of what I might do differently, um, I don't think I'll ever analyze a deal in the same way again. Um, I'll always have that high level of scrutiny that we've learned using data um, to guide my decisions. Uh, being part of a network and how important that is, and having that team around you. Um, and also, uh, I think I will continue to learn, but not just through listening to podcasts and reading books, but through having that fantastic network around me um, and through uh, continuing with more formal education, because I've really seen the benefit of that. Um, and I certainly won't be going it alone from now on. In terms of what advice I might give to upcoming apprentices, I think it's really important that you throw yourself into this and kind of trust in the system. Um, if you really commit to it, you'll get so much out of it. I think you really do get out what you put in. Um, trust in Richard and Sue and, yeah, put everything into it and you'll be amazed at what you can achieve and um, the way your perspective will completely open up. So thank you very much, Richard and Sue. It's been an incredible process. Um, really, you know, it's 
I don't think I'm going too far in saying it is life-changing. Um, so you know, I really appreciate that. And I feel that this isn't the end, but you know, the beginning. I feel very positive about that. My name is Dave. My someday goal is to become fully dependent on my property portfolio to provide financial security and freedom, not just to me, but to my family as well. My strategy included a bit of BRR as well as some HMOs to really sweat my assets, but it was always a bit loose. I didn't really know how many BRRs I needed or what kind of ROI I should have been looking for in a deal. So my objective from this program was to gain absolute clarity on a roadmap which would lead me to achieving my goals within the next four years. For me, the program has been great and full of breakthrough moments. I got my roadmap, part of which included reviewing my current portfolio and looking if there was any potential to improve on what I already had. But if I had to call out my biggest breakthrough moment, it was probably the exploration of my subconscious values and what drives me. By unearthing values I didn't realize I held and combining this with my roadmap, I've been able to find a huge hidden store of motivation to put my plan into action. In terms of personal development, numbers and analysis have never been a huge strength of mine. Um, this program has really helped me analyze deals and given me the tools to quickly calculate as to whether the deal is going to keep me on track to achieving my goals. This is something I'm frequently using right now, and it's already saved me from making an offer on what would have been a below par investment. My advice to any apprentices coming through the program would be to enter with an open mind, interact as much as possible, and trust the process. So yeah, hi, um, my name is Darren. Um, I used to live in Bristol, although now I guess I live where I want. Um, I've been living a nomadic lifestyle with my wife and two kids since September. Um, we live on a vehicle and we travel around, so the road is our home now. Um, we decided to do this because we wanted to gain freedom, um, both in terms of time and also location, being able to go where we wanted to, when we wanted to. And so, um, yeah, we, we made some sacrifices. Uh, we live quite modestly um, at a low cost. Uh, but it's been totally worth it um, in order to gain this freedom. And so I don't begrudge it in any way at all. Um, this is the plan for us for the foreseeable, but we do want the choice at some point to go back into a conventional setting if we so desire, um, whilst still retaining this level of freedom that we've managed to create. And so we recognize that the only way to do this is uh, through financial freedom. So our business goal is to create this financial freedom within the next 10 years, um, investing in property remotely, primarily through property flips and trading, uh, and building our investment pot to be able to create a passive income at the end. Um, so it's going to be quite a challenge. But one thing this course has taught me is that um, things that um, I initially thought were impossible are actually very possible. Um, and I, I just really give credit to it for that. I think um, I've learned a lot about the creative aspects of property in terms of uh, creative ways of adding value to properties, creative ways of financing them, creative ways of getting deals into to your uh, into your lap, so to speak. Um, so yeah, it's been amazing for that. And I've also learned a lot about uh, my values and my mindset 
And um, it's been something that I've never even, cons- well, I haven't considered much before. Um, and I, I really, really enjoyed that element of it. Um, I think probably the area of biggest growth for me has been uh, my desire to really explore my values um, and to really develop my mindset and the recognition that this is what is going to be a real key driver and uh, sort of um, success or make or break point for my success. Uh, So yeah, I'm looking forward to delving into that more. And also um, I've taken action uh, even just in the last week, just before the end of the course, I've managed to take action and do something which isn't something I thought I would be able to do purely because I had a, a mindset that always needed to have things uh, in aligned before I did them. And I tended to overanalyze things. And now I realize that, you know, if the numbers stack up um, and how to do that analysis properly, that once they stack up, then it's time to go. So yeah, I really give credit to the program for that. Um, I think going forward, I'm going to just continue along this path of uh, really sort of stepping out of my comfort zone and really going for things more rather than getting stuck in an analysis trap. And yes, continue that um, exploration of my values and my mindset um, to be the best I can and to continue that evolutionary process. So just I just wanted to really encourage any future uh, apprentices coming into the program to really not discount uh, those elements of the course, the, the elements that deal with values and mindset. Because for me, yes, we need to know how to how the mechanics of property work and and that, but you equally need to know how to develop the right mindset and to run it, run a property business or any business uh, with your values at the forefront. So yeah, just in closing, I really want to thank Richard and Sue for just running such an amazing, unique and diverse program. I want to thank my mentees for uh, inspiring me. um, And I'm just really looking forward to mixing it with you guys more in the future. Well, I hope you found that insightful. Um, no one was holding any guns to anyone's heads <laughs> while they were sharing that. Um, but it was, it was really encouraging um, to hear from James, uh, Dave and Darren there. And just to pull a few threads out, and I'm going to talk about the process a little bit. Um, it, it's a, maybe a process that you could uh, you could try yourself. Um, so you don't actually have to go through such a, an immersive experience um, as, as these guys have done. But um, yeah, I think, you know, people have, have come into the program looking for something i think that's the that's the most important thing to identify that they 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 wanted to make a change they wanted to achieve something uh, and they also felt that they couldn't do it alone uh, in fact actually it's one of the biggest takeaways of uh, at least one or, one or two of them was that they um you know they recommend not doing it alone and that they won't do things alone going forward so it just provides an opportunity really to take some you know time to uh, reflect on yourself, which is a takeaway, of course. Take some time, reflect, you know, on yourself. Um, from a multi-dimensional point of view, you probably detected that. So, not only are we looking at, so uh, you know, uh, sort of a one of the steps in 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 the process is like what I call a baseline review or an audit, if you like, of your current situation, which looks at your resources and potentially your own portfolio. Uh, your skills, etc. But it goes a bit deeper than that. It also looks at you as an individual, uh, what your strengths are and what you want out of life. And you've heard pretty much all of them talk about values. And uh, one of them even saying that's been a life-changing uh, process because how often do we really um, get to just you know reflect on ourselves and dwell and 
you know, look at certain tools that help us sort of understand ourselves and indeed others better. So um, I think that was one of the key things that came out of it. The other thing, of course, is that there's some, there's some, you know, I call that the softer side, the softer side of things. So the skills, the values, and um, the the outlook that we might have is the softer side. It's very difficult to put, um, to sort of frame that and put a value on that. But you probably heard all of them mention that in some way, shape, or form. I think then we've got some some hard stuff to contrast with that. So we've got some goal setting and other measures. Uh, we've got some planning um, and documentation, whether it's business planning or personal development planning. Um, that's all part of this uh, this process as well. And if you want to get even more granular, many of them talked about deal analysis and portfolio reviews, which is kind of number crunching. So there's a bit of number crunching involved and, you know, collectively we're able to uh, pool our knowledge and resources there. Yes, uh, as James said, I took over his uh, laptop at one point uh, remotely and was whizzing around his spreadsheets and changing them. <laughs> um, so we did a bit of that one-to-one, but we also did it in a group context. So we were posting deals up into the group and asking people to critique them. And so we had a bit of crowdsourcing really uh, in terms of what made a good deal. And that really sort of accelerate the collective learning because people look at things in different ways. And so some people had strengths in certain areas and, and others uh, in other ones too. So there was some harder stuff that came out of that, wasn't there? And I think, you know, it's it's about, you know, the, the future direction overall, because each one you possibly gathered had a different outlook. One wanted to get out of a, of a, a job or a workplace that was inconsistent, was not congruent or aligned with their values. And um, they they just kind of wanted to make that change. And actually, the the, the lights, uh, the, the lighting up of their face when they realized maybe a 10 year plan of suffering in that environment could be brought down to just two. So uh, and, and that individual was happy with two, by the way, I did actually challenge them and go, well, if you're really that unhappy, perhaps we can make this happen sooner. But they wanted to build the safety net <laughs> and then leap rather than leap and build the safety net as they went along, which actually contrasts with um, with with Darren, for example, who actually made the leap. And, and he's gone uh, a nomadic lifestyle with a minimalist sort of uh, income behind him. Whole family, by the way, um, living the van life, the nomadic lifestyle, mixing between travel, doing voluntary work, and then building a, uh, a you know a, a property business um, to generate um, effectively a, a large investment pot, which will be utilised to create a, a passive income stream, so that they have the option at least to come back into uh, into conventional or unconventional life. So there's quite a contrast there, of course. Uh, and then we had we had Dave, and, and Dave, you know, he's he's a family man. I mean, literally, he's uh, his wife gave birth right at the end of the program uh, to their second child. So um, yeah, he's pretty preoccupied with that. So he needs to be less hands-on than he, he was. He's already a portfolio landlord. He already has uh, HMOs of his own. <clears throat> but what he's doing, or sorry, what he realized, and this is something we did when uh, we did this portfolio review that he referred to, there's the, um, he, had mo- he had so much more opportunity to be realized and released within his existing portfolio and actually within his own st- under his own steam than he perhaps realized. Um, I often talk about being your own bank. Um, and part of being your own bank is releasing, um, you know, releasing value in assets, but also improving underperforming assets. Or, or let's say they're underperforming; they can be enhanced. Let's say that, so they weren't necessarily badly performing, but they could be enhanced. So it's all part of the mix. And I very much believe in 
joining things together for you know a little piece here a little piece there and it will all add up to you know a major a major win if you like so um i think i think that was another important factor there from dave so he's going to continue to um have a, like a value adding strategy if you like but sweating the assets much more than he has and he's got an individual plan for each and every uh, property in his existing portfolio, as well as some, you know, a goal and a, an outline as what he's going to do going forward. He knows what would be the difference in a good deal and a bad deal, which he perhaps didn't know before, and how to uh, critique and analyze the deal, which they all, you know, uh, mentioned, I think, pretty much. So there we go. So that's a re recap on, on the individuals, and you, you know, very different backgrounds um, you know, and stages in life and means behind them. Um, if I extend that to the other two, who who didn't manage to get to speak? We've got we've got one individual who's literally got no properties at all and very limited capital behind them, and they're going to uh, start an in, what's what I would call investor services business. Um, they have other income, by the way, so they will run their other business to generate an income and then um, start to build up a, a secondary income stream through property, uh, and and that's what they will do. And then the the other one that was missing um will you know is more mature in life let's say already has um significant um assets behind them and and really it's about a, a balance now uh, in their life yes they want to get a financial return but it's also about personal fulfillment in their case so uh, it's not just chasing the numbers uh, for numbers sake it's also to be involved in projects which are motivating and rewarding and interesting uh, and perhaps a little bit diverse. So it was interesting we had the conversation actually with the last individual. It's a shame they didn't get to share because what you probably would have heard is that their strategy is, you know, there isn't a specific strategy as such. It's like whatever really takes my fancy, which kind of goes against the grain in many ways because I normally get people to focus in and lock into a specific strategy. So in their case, actually, because their stage in life, because the um, the means behind them um, we could actually play around a little bit uh, and, and sort of, I wouldn't say have a little bit of fun with it, but, you know, perhaps be a bit more fluid and a bit more flexible in, in how they look at things. So I often talk about fix and flex. So fix your direction, fix your strategy, fix your goals. And then they will naturally flex over time because things change. Um, and I think this individual actually famously said, my, my, my approach is, is quite flex and then fix. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's because of their, where they are. So and that brings me to something that's really important. So trust the process. So the process, uh, and by the way, this this is the reason I'm explaining all this and sharing all this is twofold. One is, well, of course, it might be something that's interesting to you. Let's get the personal motive out on the table. Let's get the elephant in the room out uh, initially. So yes, it could be something of interest to you. I work with four or five people, maybe twice a year. So that, that might be you. So you can see it's not a lot of people, um, but it might be you. So reach out if you would like a conversation and let's see if we're a good fit for one another because um, it's really important over such a, an intense, immersive, uh, short-term you know, period that you know, we're going to get on well. So that's the obvious. But the, the less obvious is that maybe you could apply this yourself and do it, do it at home. And I'll talk about some resources that I might be able to uh, point you towards to enable you to do that. I would say that you won't get as much out of it if you do it alone at home, you know, and perhaps here and there, but um, you can. So what is this process that I'm talking about that you should trust in? Well, just in terms of the stages, it would be as follows. So the first thing to do is what I call a baseline review uh, of your current situation. So it's a bit of an audit, if you like, 
Um, you know, so it's sitting down and just looking at what you have. That could be, <clears throat> excuse me, could be what property portfolio you have right now and what strategy you've been following, what resources you have available to you. I normally talk about time and money and know-how as the, as the top three. There could be systems and networks that you could add into that. Um, it could be transferable skills um, from your day job or business or other, other sort of things that you've built up until this point in time. So it's, it's just taking stock, um, a baseline review. That's the first step. So take some time to document that. Take, take some time to quantify that wherever possible. Um, the second thing really is, you know, so that's the baseline review. That's kind of taking everything until this point in time. So it's, it's like from, from history until now. The next thing is actually to leave that for one moment and then start looking at the future. Um, and so what do you want to achieve further down the line? And that's what do you want to achieve out of life? So forget property because everyone says, not everyone, but a lot of people say, what property strategy should I follow? And I always answer that with, well, what do you want to achieve out of life? It's not about a property strategy. It's about what you want. It's about what, what's important to you um, and you know what that's going to take you know, to get there. And interestingly, what you need to become to get there, which I'll come back to. So um, that really is mean is all about you know designing your lifestyle, designing your goals. Uh, yes, there's some goals in there, and I know some people talk about well goals. You know, I'm not so convinced we should have these goals, but um, you know maybe it's all about processes and systems and not a t- you know not a hard and fast goal at a certain point in time. Both and okay, both and. So we need goals, but we need other measures of success. Um, so goals would be yes, a smart goal with a specific number and a specific date. That would make a good goal, but other measures of success as well, which help us monitor and measure progress along the journey. And of course, we can break down those goals into individual steps and milestones and actions that we can apply a process to. So both and goals and uh, processes or systems, if you like. Um, And um, that enables us to sort of bridge the gap. So we've got up until now, and then we've got what we want to achieve in the future. Then that's what's called, you know, I have usually a gap. That's the point. There's usually a gap between A and B, point A and point B. And so we need to bridge that gap. And so we bridge that gap by working out what kind of strategy to approach, what kind of plans we need to implement to get from A to B. So um, when you're looking at strategy, um, you're looking at what's the most efficient vehicle, because that's all it is. It's a vehicle that's going to get you from A to B. And of course, but the, the, the interesting thing that we do, certainly un, under the Apprentice Program, is to make that personal. It's a designer uh, approach. Uh, but you can apply this to yourself. So all you need to do is look at your lifestyle, um, look at your preferences, personal preferences. So your chosen lifestyle, your personal preferences, your individual strengths and your personal values. Everyone talks about values, if you mention, and Sue, who works alongside me, uh, does a wonderful job, really, in that direct, in that sort of side of things. Um, there's very much a mindset issue as well. Some people have, you know, um, you know, money mindset issues. So we, we dig into that a little bit, try and understand if there's any limiting beliefs um, around what you're trying to do. So yeah, there's some there's some resources around, you know, understanding your lifestyle preferences, strengths, and values, and a money mindset that you you can dip into and you can go and explore that on your own. Um, but really making the the strategy choice that you've you've chosen uh, personal to you. And I think somebody said uh, in alignment with your values. 
that's the key here um, because you could start out you know following a certain strategy that a certain guru or certain uh, people in the industry are suggesting is the flavor of the month or the you know in vogue strategy but it might not be appropriate for you it might not be appropriate to hit your goals but it might not be appropriate for you as an individual to follow that type of strategy so i can't stress that enough is making it personal and then it's a case of well okay so we've got the we've got this we know where where we are we know where we're heading. We know the sort of uh, the route or roadmap, as Dave said, from A to B and the measures of success along the way and that it's going to be in alignment with us as individuals. But then what? Well, it's a, it's a case of um, it doesn't stop. Things don't just stop. It's not a one-time process. So we put in place two things, uh, a business development plan and a personal growth or personal learning and development plan. So the you know we in some ways are the business. So there's a little bit of an interconnection in it between those two things potentially. But the way I like to say it is this: is that what would the business need even if we weren't there to be successful? And that is what the business de- development plan looks like. So that might be things like well, you need to get good at finding opportunities. You need to get good at find uh, sorry funding those opportunities. You might need to get good at assessing those opportunities. We talk about the core competencies of being a property investor and developer, of which there's 10 that I've identified. Um, I'm not going to go through them all now, but I can share those with you. And uh, you can go through them and, and work out, well, what would this business of ours that we've just designed to hit this sort of um, this sort of outcome need to be successful? That would be the business development plan. And then there's personal growth and development plan or personal development action plan, as I call it. And that's really about what do we need as individuals to be successful. And so you do need to separate self from the business to some extent. And, and just go back to the business, talk about, well, finding deals. Do you need to find them yourself or can you give that job to someone else, uh, whether that's within the business or outside of the business? If you're giving that job to someone else, then it's not then a personal development need. And so there's a distinction between business development and personal development. And equally, we might want to do some things like work on our mindset. Everybody talked about mindset in that recap. So we might want to do some development around working on our personal mindset. And in fact, actually, I would say uh, it's probably a good point in time to say this, that it's the, the, we talk about getting from A to B, which implies a, a journey. Uh, Dave talked about roadmap. You have a roadmap to go on a journey. And it, the journey has a destination. And destination is point B in this uh, in this example that I've been giving, uh, given sorry, uh, during the, the course of this recap. So um, if if there's a destination, then that's it, isn't it? No, it's not actually. So it, there's the journey. There's the journey from getting from A to B, and it's what it's what we need to do. But more importantly, it's who we need to become uh, uh, to actually travel this journey and so that's something to that you should really think about if you're going to do this exercise on your own what what or who do you need to become in order to get to that destination because usually it's going to involve some sort of growth it's going to be involve some sort of change it's going to be involved involve some sort of stretching outside of your comfort zone it's going to involve some kind of new thinking potentially new skills so um, the personal development plan, the business development plan is, is really put in place to um, document, if you like, and outline the plan of that personal growth journey. And I cannot stress that enough. You know, the person I am today, I think roughly 11 years into this game, is very, very different to the person I was when I started out. And it's, you know, who we become. 
And who we become is what ultimately defines uh, the, our results, our outcomes, our success, if you like. So there we go. Um, I, well, you know, there's one key point. I've actually, I was just about to, to go on to what you could do um, next, but actually the, the missing ingredient is about taking action. So I do stress on this program, I'm trying to get people to take action, even within the 100 days. So um, that action might not be, you know, set the world on fire and, you know, set this massive business up and go cracking, uh, although I'd love it when that happens. But you probably heard Darren, he talked right at the end of the program, I managed to take action and I got out of my own way sort of thing um, to do that. And that just really lights me up. That's what really, you know, kind of switches me on. Um, you know, the, the people actually taking action to realize their dreams course it's you know um the journey of a, of a thousand miles begins with a, with a single step the first single step but um i love it when people take that step so you know taking action and then taking persistent action um of course is what is going to ensure success so all i can do is you know point people in a certain direction but it's then very much up to them and of course if you're trying to do this yourself this process you can have all the plans and documentation and analysis and you know reviews and documentation uh, sorry uh, spreadsheets in the world but unless you actually step out there and do something about it you're not going to get there i'm afraid so um yeah taking action is what it's all about and um this is perhaps where i think doing it alone this bit i'm about to talk about um might have its limitations because pretty much everyone was talking about the network and working in a team and, and not going it alone um, it become it can become a lonely old trail. It, you know, the, the, there's always um, highs and lows in any endeavour um, worth doing. It's actually part of our growth and development. In fact, in fact, you shouldn't shy away from challenge and problems. Um, it sharpens the saw, as Stephen Covey would say, um, in terms of you know making this sort of lump of coal into a polished diamond. So the the challenges and the stress that we go through actually shapes us, forms us and turns us into this sort of beautiful, sparkling uh, end result. And, and part, of, um, part of that isn't just going alone. Part of it is, is having the support of a group. Um, so it doesn't have to be my group, but you know, have people around you. Uh, I often talk about the 1% versus the 99%. And obviously, by definition, the 1% is just a very small minority. So um, very often, us in this game, when, we, when, when I ask the question, who else can you have these types of conversation with? Who else sees the world as you're seeing it? Who else is putting in the extra hours, you know, uh, after work and at weekends to try and build a better future? Who else is trying to get, you know, these sort of outcomes in your environment? And very often people say not many, if any. And so surround yourself with uh, others will give you accountability, well, will give you support, first of all, but also accountability if they're the right kind of people, if they're also one percenters, uh, one percent thinkers, that is. And so, you know, if people are on this quest, <clears throat> they will hold you accountable. You said you're going to do this, like, you know, kind of what happened? <laughs> you know, those sort of questions should be welcomed uh, because they keep you going. But equally, we all go through hard times. <clears throat> Excuse me. We all go through hard times at times. This year, and you know, it's been a horrible year hasn't it let's face it um you know i think um, i've hardly been anywhere for about i don't know 10 months now or something like that it's it's been you know oh, i don't know horrible 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 but um you know it's been great to have a a, a group of people a, a network of people of like-minded souls 
who are committed to similar endeavors and outcomes and um, you know personal growth um, just to have that support myself and I think they've all welcomed that too so there you go there's a big up to getting yourself into some kind of network now it doesn't again have to be my network it could be somebody else's network but don't do it alone Anyway, just <laughs> I'm getting on a roll, as you can probably tell, completely unscripted, but I just thought I'd share this with you. So um, longer than I imagined. I'm going to wrap it up now. So uh, if you did want to do this alone, um, I've got some resources. We talk about uh, Dave talked about roadmaps. So I've got some roadmaps. Um, perhaps there's some pointers around the values exercises, uh, things like you know what I could suggest you might do around reviewing your own portfolio. Um, just reach out to me, drop me a message, uh, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net. Uh, try and give you a few pointers. Um, I don't actually have all this in one place written down nice and neatly, so I might just send, send you a bunch of links and resources and pointers. So I'm, I'm happy to do that. Um, obviously, there's a limit on how far I can go with that. Uh, and that would be the cue to having a different type of conversation. But um, reach out to me and I'll share that with you uh, by all means. But, you know, I guess, you know, just to draw some conclusions, it's uh, the end of 2020. Um, I hope that you do take some time over the um, festive period, let's say the new year period to reflect, uh, maybe look at your own situation, maybe plan for the future, um, you know, and goals and strategy and, you know, personal preferences are linked and aligned to your uh, values um, and get you sort of work on your mindset and have a sort of personal growth and business development plan, all of that good stuff. But equally, let 2021 be the year that you take serious action to build your own future. That's my hope and my wish for you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, you know, I lose track of how many episodes and how long. I will do a, a summary at some point in time, but I think around about March is an anniversary date. So we'll leave that until perhaps then. So um, I, I just want to wish you all the best for uh, the festive period. Um, keep your chins up. Um, be, you know, be kind to people and, you know, one another. Look after yourself um, and plan forward for the next year is all I can say. In the meantime, thanks so much for tuning into the Property Voice podcast, of course. Um, the show notes are going to be over the website, propertyvoice.net. There'll be a transcription. I know it's sometimes a bit flaky, but, you know, it's there if you want to read it too, instead of just listen and uh, refer to some other notes. And uh, I'd love to hear from you um, with your own plans. Just share them with me. I just, you know, I do love to hear from uh, listeners, you know, as to what's on your mind, what's going on. Apologies if sometimes a little bit slow in responding. My inbox does get a bit filled up, so I'm not ignoring you. It's just that, you know, yeah, I get a bit busy, that's all. But thanks again for listening all of this year. I'm looking forward to uh, tuning in with you and sharing with you in 2021. But until now, uh, I'd just like to say thanks very much for listening once again. And until next time on the Property Voice podcast, ich ja. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.